Oh, g'day trendsetters. This is episode 648 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, do not hesitate to jump on through to the website, transmove.com, or send me through an email, tim at transmove.com. Now, I got nothing. I, <laughs> it sounded like I had something to say for a second, but no, not really. Um, what's been going on in my little world? I've been... Uh, I've been get, coming back from this injury, Achilles injury, and th- this is the third or so time, and we're, we're, this is the best I've come back from it, and uh, probably because um, we've finally found the root cause of, of it. We've been, in the past, we've been, you know, looking at more at the Achilles than anything. Anyway, so at first we thought it was the... Um, uh, my soleus is a little little weaker, so we've been trying to strengthen that up. But then we, you dive in a little bit deeper, and it's actually the arch of my foot, which is the absolute root cause of the issue. I'm, I roll in on my left side, and so it becomes a bit of a flat foot with each step. So we've been focusing on that. We've got short-term, medium-term, and long-term um, strategies to fix it. So the short terms are obviously little band-aid solutions, to that, so I can get running again. And so at the moment I'm at um, five minutes of running, one minute walking for about forty minutes, and so it, 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 it's just a beautiful and scary thing all within us at the same time because I feel completely uninjured and completely unrestricted with my running and with my body movements. I I feel um, which which is great but scary because I. No, I could be just two steps away from a, a re-injury, but it doesn't feel like that. It feels absolutely amazing where um, I've got to constantly hold myself back and where I just want to keep going and go far, go faster and go... So I've got to constantly, you know, everything's set to, to timer. So I don't... Um, so I, I'd walk every five minutes. Next week I start six minutes of running, one minute walking, mostly on... Um, mostly on footy fields and cricket fields and stuff like that but anyway i digressed so one of the things that I, i've got to do is tape my the arch of my foot up um not with rock tape but with like strapping tape what you'd see um footy players do to their shoulders and crap like that so and once that stuff's on and it's been on there a little while and your body heats up and cools down a, a bit that that stuff's you know just glued to your skin and so i can get a bit lazy with with the strapping of my tape i'll I'll always strap it but i'll generally leave it on and so and because i like to walk around at home barefoot i like the feeling of the strap on the arch i I just it's hard to explain but i like the feeling there's just three straps going from underneath the um from one side to the other side uh, of the arch and um, so, so I got a bit lazy, and I had it on for about four days straight. This this tape, and yeah, swim in it, shower in it, no, no, perfect, no problems at all. Anyway, I've I've gone for this swim, and I've jumped out. I've been in the water for a, a tad over an hour, and I've jumped out, and this tape's you know sticking like a, like a bloody super glue there and so i'm thinking i'm uh, i'm in the i'm in the shower in the change room and i think i might rip it off it's been on there for four or so days and so you know just like a band-aid you rip it off you don't peel it off and i'm not in yeah it's stung 
but not thinking too much of it. And I'm, and I'm, you know, I was actually with my son, and we're talking about, you know, important father and son things like rugby league, and we're actually having a deep conversation actually about if we could draft any position into the Newcastle Knights, what position do you think we need the most? And our, and he, he our opinions vary different anyway we're in this deep conversation during the shower and we're in the change room we're getting getting dressed drying off and i look down at the ground and there's blood everywhere and i'm thinking oh bloody how disgusting is this some turd has bloody got blood in left blood there and just walked away and i'm not thinking too much of this uh, of this blood uh, little piles of blood in all sorts of places and so i got got my shoes and socks on and you know we start walking out and I think there's something in my shoe, and I said, and I said to my son, "Hang on, we'll just pull over for a sec. I'm just going to take my shoe off. I've got something in there." And so I take it off, and my good bloody white filler socks are just soaking with blood. I'm thinking, "Oh, that ignorant turd's bloody me," and I'm thinking, "Crap, what happened?" And then I just see when I've ripped off that um, strapping tape. Uh, my skin's all soft from the water. This thing stuck like super glue. It's just ripped. Tons of skin straight off my off the soles of my feet, and I'm thinking, oh crap! So I quickly put the shoe back on. And, you know, we march on out, and I'm thinking, I'll worry about this when I get home. And it's just soaking with blood. Anyway, so my wife just thinks, you know, I'm a moron because I said, well, I've still got to strap it every run. I've I've got to do, and I'm only running three days a week: Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Wednesday, Friday, Sundays generally around it and so she goes you're not going to tape it again i go well i've got it <laughs> physio says you know I, go, I can deal with pain I, and this is me bragging to myself bragging to her you know i can deal with pain no worries at all okay it, it will eventually heal she's right and, and at the moment it's looking pretty manky but i'm saying yeah, she will be fine i can handle the handle and so I've gone for three runs now since, and I'll put the tape on before the run. I'll run, it's all, everything okay, and then I'll rip it off quickly, and half of it starts bleeding again every single time. But, yeah, it's... Uh, so if anyone has feet fetishes out there, I, I've got the cure to, to that. I, I can put you on the straight and narrow. You can have a look at my manky-looking feet and go, God, I don't want to see another one of them as long as I live. Oh, she's a, she's a manky looking thing, but anyway, today's question <laughs> comes from. Hang on, I'll bring it up. I'll pause because I'm I'm nowhere near ready for this. All right, I'm back. Today's question comes from Jeremiah, who sent his question through to Tim at Transmove.com. And if you want to be super cool and impressed, and you know, just need help, send your questions through to Tim at Transmove.com. And he writes, how would you create a handicap for an Ironman so that everyone is really competing with each other? Uh, I finished with uh, my Masters in Architecture this month. Good on you, mate. Uh, My buddy Colin wants to be... Colin... Easy for me to read. I bet my buddy Colin that I could beat him in an Ironman next year. We figured that we could do it between Christmas and New Year's, so that's easy to take time off. So instead of a race entry, we'd bet $500, but he knows I'd win. He has no doubt, so he wants wants me to wear a 20-pound vest, a weighted vest. He's 200 pounds, I'm 160 pounds, so he thinks that would be a fair handicap. 
He was a special forces in the army, so that 200 pounds of muscle. Then uh, my friend, then my friend, um, sorry, I'm pretty sure I'm butchered that name, wants to join. He got a four hour 59 minute, so, sorry, four hour 58, Ironman 70.3 last summer. He's even lighter than me and fitter than me. But how would we handicap the race? So a 40 pound weight vest, um, I'm thinking, I think the weight vest could injure me anyway. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, not even knowing you, but it sounds like a recipe for disaster, that one. Um, and he doesn't really scale, and it doesn't really scale his ideas. His idea is a weighted down bicycle so that power to weight ratio is about the same for everyone. Uh, there's big flaws to that one. Uh, make a difference, make the distance a factor for personal records. Between, uh, maybe for a four hour run, for four hours at a 10k, someone with a, an hour. 10k would do a 40k 40 minutes so so right yes scrap the weighted vest that just sounds like a major recipe for disaster um weighted down bike the problem with that um power to weight on the bike is not relevant if it's a flat course when power to weight really steps up it, it steps into its own you're generally looking at um hills once, once you start riding up in the sky power to weight generally takes over at that time but once we're talking you know a flat course it becomes um n virtually non-relevant um so a power to drag is a much more um effective number to look at for for triathletes in general um, so there, there's a few few different ways you can do it, and a, a couple of the um, like there's a run club here in Tassie that does it on handicaps, and it's just such a flawed system. They look at, I swear that they, they, they'll deny this. I'm sure they will, but they look at the starting line and they go, "Ah, oh, I want Jeff here to win today, so we'll give him a, this crappy little handicap." And this person's won twice in the last month, so give him a really shocking handicap. I've done these sort of races, and I've and I've got handicapped like five minutes past someone um, that that does five minutes faster over a ten k than I do. And I'm thinking, how does this work? How am I taking... And what they do is, you know, all right, you take off at this time, you take off at that time, you take off at this time, and it just yeah goes down the line in, in that way. Um, in theory, if they've done a, a good job of calculating this, everyone if who are, you know, if they're on, will run through that finishing shoot. It'd be a sprint finish, almost. If they've done the... If everyone's on and they've actually done the the handicap properly they do um an okay job at this bike race my son and i do on on a tuesday night at um in during daylight savings where we're the, though it again it, it kind of gets half flawed because i shouldn't be in the category i'm in because i'm I'm going to ride with my son and I'm basically pacing him the whole way and yelling out instructions and stuff the, the entire time. But at least their their system does get a little bit closer where we're kind of getting close to that finishing line, pretty close to each other. 
So, th- so that's generally not too bad. Um, what I'll, if it was me, I did a handicap race, um, a triathlon with my son, like a, a friendly bet, um, where I gave him five minutes. Um, but I crossed the line at a, um, a certain time, and he's got to be within five minutes of me. Um, and if he's within five minutes, he beats me. If he's over five minutes, I beat him. Um, and so, and that was just us. Well, what do you swim? I swim. You know that sort of th- that sort of stuff. And it was a just a swim bike race. And so we we swim. Um, anyway, that's beside the point. I'm getting can easily get carried away with other stories beyond stories beyond stories. So the way, if it was me, the way I would do it is I would create a series of swim bike run tests to do before um so it'd be um and you can do do something like your stock standard css tests for for swimming and you work out your css pace and so it and there's ca- online calculators there um it's i would, would well the css methods um for another conversation i guess but uh, but you will at least get right. Well, he's a, a one forty-two swimmer, a CSS swimmer. He's he's a one fifty-two CSS. You're a two o three, so you can kind of get that pace. And and so if the, if the, in theory if they're on, um, you you kind of get close. Now the, the, it's um, but we'll just use that as a theory. And then you have your twenty-minute critical power test or an FTP test on the bike. Um, and then you go, right, well, he's 200 watts, that's 300 watts, that's, you know, 120 watts, and you can work out, right, if if you're to ride at 75% of that, that's going to be your Ironman power, for, for instance, and then you can kind of calculate what time you could do that if they're on, uh, and then for the run, you can do a 10K race and you can try and work out your speeds and then you can come up with a handicap if everyone is completely on for that day um he, he might get a, a two minute handicap in the swim they, they might get a 20 minute handicap on the bike and a four minute handicap on the run giving you so you all start off at the same but you won't really know who's wins until the last person crosses the finishing line and you work out the time versus handicap does that make sense? And that's just a um, that's just at a glance, and then you can start looking at um, who's going to be the most aerodynamic. So if you're riding at the same percentage of FTP, for instance, is, are you going to be more aerodynamic than your 200-pound mate who who might be on a road bike and you've got a time trial bike? So then do you start looking at well, you've got to be on the same type of bike, but everyone's got got road bikes. And, and and so it, it's you you it's going to take a little bit of playing around with. I like the concept. Um, yeah, I, I like the concept, but I I I would probably look at it as a, a you could work out everyone's thresholds, and then you can kind of see you you see what comes for, comes from that, or you can or if you're not wanting to do the um. A, uh, power you can do like a 40k time trial and work out right why well, he did it this speed i did it that speed now you over 180 this is over 180 this is what it's going to be i'm going to be four minutes faster he's going to be three minutes slower he's going to be you know that sort of stuff and you can 
kind kind of create something, a plan from that. Anyway, keep us in touch of what you end up doing with that because that that's pretty cool and interesting. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Until next episode, hooray.